Hello and welcome to the Bellingham Real Estate Podcast. I'm Paul Balzotti. I'm here with Molly Visser. Welcome, Molly. Thank you. And today we're talking about downsizing and condo living because that's what you just did. And I did. I, I, I was curious about it and I thought it'd be a good conversation for the podcast. So just to get going, how long have you been in real estate, Molly? I'm pushing eight years nice. in June. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. So consistently production award winner, um, do really good business. Yeah. And so all of that's great. And you were living in Bellingham. Yes. And and you just recently sold your home in Bellingham and bought a condo on the kind of the marina or the water. Yes. And so um, I want to ask you about that to start. So first off, like, Talk, talk to us about yeah. that and then like what prompted you to do that? Uh, yeah. So it was a quick decision. Um, two things prompted me. Yeah. Um, one is what one of my life dreams has been to live on the water and have a boat. And um, I was uh, presented with this unique situation um, down in Sandy Point. There, At the very end of Sandy Point, there is this condo uh, condominium and the unit on the end was available. And I went out to check it out and I fell in love. Uh, it's perfect because it has a, a good size yard for my dogs, but more importantly, it has a ramp and a place to buy a boat, or to t- keep a boat. Yeah. And so um, my husband and I thought, this is it, let's do it, because um, we both have always wanted a boat, and especially a boat coming right out of your living room, a ramp right out of your living room. Yeah. Uh, so that was really attractive to us. Um, But the second reason um, that we decided to downsize and move to a condo is because we wanted to simplify our life. Um, Two of my kids are at the university and two are in high school. And um, we're kind of always talking about what are we going to do once we're free? (laughs) And um, we... um, we wanted. We decided it was smart to trade in the things and the square footage for freedom, and so that's kind of what we did. We traded in our normal size house. I think our house was twenty four hundred square feet, and we bought that condo, which is nine hundred and eighty square feet, and we just got rid of everything, and so it's given us some freedom to possibly retire early and have some more money in the bank. And um, we're a little squished, but we think it's uh, a great compromise. Um, so uh, that is just something we had been thinking about for the longest time, but this process went really fast for us. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I feel, you know, we have clients all the time who kids graduate from high school, Yep. you know, and then they're sitting there going, okay, we want to downsize at some point. And, and then usually, you know, it's, you know, this kind of process where we're meeting with them several times going through this whole thing. You just like, one day I talked to you, you're like, Hey, I'm buying a condo. (laughs) That's how I roll. I mean, it's really how I roll in my life. I drive my husband crazy, but we went out there and like, let's get it. So we got it. And we, we came home and we gave my four boys the task of taking everything we own and down, uh, cutting it down to to getting rid of three quarters of it. Mm-hmm. So they organized a garage sale. They ran donations. They got on eBay and sold everything. And we just got rid of everything. Um, and it's amazing um, how much stuff you acquire, um, especially just like the kitchen. I had every gadget from uh, air fryers to um, waffle makers. And I thought to myself when I was going through my kitchen, I'm only going to take the things that do more than two things, you know, like right. a, a frying pan and a pot. Yeah. So I get rid of all those items. I, you know, I was spending money 
to store them, really. I was taking right. square footage to store things that I don't use very often. And it is kind of silly um, because if you think about it, we spend half our life trying to acquire things. Right. And then the second half of our life trying to get rid of those things. <laughs> I doing? I'm part of this mess, you know? Yeah. So um, it just made sense to um, simplify. It kind of reminds me of the whole tiny home movement, yeah. you know, where you see yeah. people getting the tiny, making tiny homes work. Well, those are even smaller. A lot of those tiny homes are like five or 600 square feet. You yeah. know, when you do a condo, that's almost a thousand square feet and you have a dock and things like that and a patio. And I mean, I guess in a tiny home, you could have a patio, but, yeah. but, um, but it's not exactly tiny home level, but it's still kind of the same concept. And that makes a lot of sense. And so you say you have, I didn't even realize this. Do you have one or two of your boys still in your home? Yes. So. Yeah. So my twins are going to be seniors next year. Yeah. And they, um, were they excited to move into a condo? Uh, no, they all thought, all thought I'm absolutely insane <laughs> yeah. until they got out there. And I, oh, yeah. I said, see how cool it is. It's really yeah. neat. And, um, we made it work. Um, they share a room and we have this kind of makeshift loft that one of them sleeps in. And they are super excited about the opportunity to try new things like boating and fishing and crabbing and the beautiful spit that's right around the corner. So um, it was hard to convince them, but now they are all really grateful. Well, it's you're basically saying it's a lifestyle decision. Yes. You know, on instead of working in the yard, um, you know, making uh, uh, fries and French fries with your air fryer. <laughs> I don't get the fries. <laughs> yeah, you're not making French fries Mine anymore. have oil. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Instead, you're going out boating. Yeah. And doing things like that, That's, like getting out, you know, getting out more. But isn't that life? You know, yeah. isn't that life? It's a trade-off. It's not that what I had was bad. This is just different. You know, mm -hmm. there's always good and bad with everything. I had a great uh, way of life with a normal size home, and now I'm trying something different. And um, to me, change is exciting. I love it. Love mm -hmm. it. So what, talk about a little bit about condo living, um, condo associations. I think that's one thing that, you know, scares people about. Yes. about buying a condo is is hearing horror stories about um, condo associations. We know that, and that's part of what realtors do, is we we help them review the condo association and yes. review the documents to understand because there's a lot of great associations and there is some bad ones or, or ones that have at least a lot of politics and a lot of issues that come up and stuff like that. What's kind of nice about probably the complex that you're in, I'm just guessing, is it's a little bit smaller. I find that smaller condo um, buildings, it's a little bit easier in some ways. Um, but what have you learned going through that process as far as like, you're not on the association board yet or anything like no, that? No, no. But, um, but yeah, what was your feeling about getting involved into a condo association? Um, well, I think you should be cautious. And um, what I did is I made sure I read the CCNRs, the covenants, conditions, and restrict rules um, to find out what I can and can't do living there. And it's really, I'd really advise my clients to do the same because there might be a rule or two or three that you really can't live with. Um, so uh, generally the rules and regulations are to keep the environment of the condominium up, you know, in good condition and um, to benefit all, you know, mm -hmm. you can't park a junkie trailer or something outside. Um, but uh, you really need to take a look at those and see, can I handle living like this? Mm -hmm. um, uh, for example, um, we are remodeling our condo and getting landscaping. And before I could do anything, I had to present 
the specific direction or requests to the the board to see if I can get permission. And some of the things we just didn't get. Um, and that's the way it goes. That's for your like, kind of little patio area. Yeah. Well, we have a yard on our, because we're a little yes. end unit, but I asked for, I wanted to put in some new windows oh. to increase, be, make the view better, but they said no. Yeah. Uh, so you just have to understand that you don't always get what you want. Yeah. I think there's yeah. a song. But called. you know, a lot of, you don't always get what you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the, the con, yeah, because condominiums, a lot of them do have, you know, little common area yards or even though they're technically common area, they do allow individual owners to have their own kind of space a lot of times. And that's what you are saying is you do have like that space, but they're just not letting you actually change out and change the size of the windows and stuff. But you're saying you have like a patio kind of garden area, essentially. Yeah, this yeah. is a unique condo where yeah. everybody has their own yard in a fenced area, which yeah. is really neat. And it, I, I'm one of the reasons I was attracted to this unit, the unit that I, we bought is it was at the end and it has a decent sized yard, but it's more the um, rules on... Um, well, I guess the windows and how, you know, I wanted to put a shed in the yard and just a few other things. You just have to run everything by the board. And it's it worked out fine. It yeah. worked out fine. I didn't get everything I wanted, um, but I got enough. Yeah. 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 And, you know, there's condos in Cordata. There's condos in Fairhaven area that have those yard kind of things, too. So mm -hmm. they do exist. But you're right. It, there's, they're very specific. Usually more the townhome type of ones yeah. that have yeah. um, those kind of spaces, which is cool. So um, with with the condo association, all that's been fine. Um, they also can call out dogs. Yes, you, <laughs> you have three dogs. <laughs> so you moved. You moved uh, the two of you, two basically grown men, two eighteen. Yeah, two, yeah, yeah, two, yeah. I know <laughs> two high school boys and three dogs. Yeah. And so the dogs, do they have to? I'm just kind of curious. Well, do they have a role on on, on well, the dogs? Well, I try to be a good neighbor. Um, yeah. My neighbor says we were so worried before you guys moved in because for about a month it was six of us before we're my like, boys hey. went. We got we're six like, hey, people. Yeah, and look and at our dogs. dogs. <laughs> yeah, they're barking at them and they're like, look. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. wow, you guys are really quiet people. I, we were really shocked. Oh, good. Um, so yeah, I'm, I just try to be a good dog owner. You know, I if my dogs go outside and they bark, I immediately bring them back in. But um, I run them. I run them for a long time so that's not an issue but some places don't allow dogs and um i have i have three fairly quiet dogs so it's yeah or they'll have fine. dog restrictions on how how big the dogs can be like yes, a lot of them have like many. a weight limit and how yes. many like some is up to two or, or one yes. or it's a 50 pound or 40 pound weight limit or yes. something like that yeah a lot of, they didn't have any of those restrictions apparently they didn't but yeah. that's something for people who are buying condos to think about and ask how many pets sometimes they have a number on how many pets you can have and this the weight of weight of your pet too the so other you can thing, have a big dog sometimes the other thing i've learned about a lot of condo associations is is they'll have restrictions but they do a lot of them will allow exceptions so sometimes let's say you have you know a 50 pound dog and it says nothing over 40 pounds if you ask yes and it's a mature older dog a lot of times they'll say yes sometimes you have hoas that are 55 plus mm -hmm. but if you're 50 years old you know yeah. a lot of times they will let and actually a lot of those 55 plus they have rules that allows for a certain percentage that are already yes, in that's place true. So, for 55 plus. So when you see the HOA rules, you know, on the marketing marks and stuff like that, you can always look a little further into it to see if mm -hmm. you can get approved what you need to. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay. So now that you've done it, yeah. what, looking back, because whenever as realtors, it's so good for us to buy and sell um, and go through these processes to invest 
and to move every now and then just to put ourselves in the shoes of the clients so that true. we're helping. So true. So what have what were have you learned from this downsizing process, which you admitted you did relatively fast? What have yeah. you learned from that that is worth sharing? And what how what are you going to share? What are the takeaways you're going to share with your clients now when they're going through that process? Yeah. Um, so I will advise my clients not to do exactly <laughs> what I did. I would advise them to think about it a little longer. Uh, so I rushed into, I, I tend to get really excited about things and just roll. Um, and I could have made my life a lot easier. So what I'm going to do is advise my clients if they think this is something they want to do, if they think they want to downsize or move into a smaller home, to start the process earlier and start weeding out items and start going through closets and start donating and possibly selling and whittle down the things that you have that you know you really don't need. Um, I did that really fast and I know I got rid of some items. That, I know they're just things, but I wish I still had them. Mm. I, I made decisions too fast. So if I would have had known I was on this this uh, plan, I would have started six months earlier, maybe a year earlier. And this, there is one thing that I did right. I got a... Um, um, a storage unit. Mm -hmm. So as I was going through things, I, you know, I made piles, get rid of it, keep it. I'm not sure I'm ready to make a decision. And so the things that I, the items that I weren't ready, I wasn't ready to make a decision on, I put them in a storage unit. And so once we got settled into our condo, then I went back to the storage unit and looked at those items and thought, okay, do I really need all these coats or whatever it may be. And I found that really most of the things I got rid of, um, but it gave me a chance to to take some time. And so that storage unit is something I would advise for Wait, my clients. But you, but you just also said that there's a couple of things that you still got rid of that you... Well, yeah. Was there a well, coat that you really loved that you I still got, got rid of? I got rid of a lot of coats. <laughs> You're like, now I need new coats. <laughs> I know. I gave all my coats to my friends and I see yeah. them wearing them. I'm like, I like, wish I could have that back. <laughs> But, you know, yeah. it's all, you can't do it all, yeah. right? <laughs> You're like, I would give away less of my things to my friends and keep more. <laughs> I do need less giving. So yeah, tell yeah. people to be more selfish. Be please. more selfish, no, please. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. So uh, just take some time with me. <laughs> smart. Don't do what I did. <laughs> no, but I love the idea of the storage unit. And then I think a lot of people do that. But if they're hesitating to do that, I, I mean, I, I have some friends moving right now and they definitely are doing that. And I think... And they're doing their move over like a six-month period. And they did almost write an offer on something and then stopped and said, you know what? Like, this is a little fast. And um, and I think that, yeah, to making sure you're taking time because it's a big move when you're it's, – it's potentially a 5, 10, 15, 20-year type of decision. Yes. That could – it could be in your life. And, yes. and the things that you're getting rid of, you know, some of them – could have sentimental value, whatever yes. else, you know, totally. Mm -hmm. So um, so you did it right. You just did it in a little bit shorter time period. Yes. And so you're going to advise your clients to, yes. to take if, the time. If you have the, this idea in your head, my suggestion would be start now. And worst case scenario, you d you decide not to follow through with your plan. Well, now your house is a little bit more organized and you don't have all the items that you're not using anyhow. So it's, it's a positive regardless of what you end up doing. But Take the time to slowly get there and it won't be as much of a headache. Yeah. And I think on the the same line of thought is if you're moving here from somewhere else. Yes. Um, I find that sometimes buyers will get super excited about something they see online and then they get anxious about it, about it. And then, of course, as the realtor, 
we're trying to say, okay, yeah, let's let's help you. A lot of times, once they get into town, if they don't know the town very well, they'll they'll all of a sudden realize, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I didn't make that decision because now that I'm here, I actually want to be in this part of town or whatever. And yes. so I think if you're relocating here as part of your downsizing, mm-hmm. really making sure you take the time to like really, we can tell you about the lay of the land, mm-hmm. but taking the time to like get to know. So not only with your personal things, taking the time to get that all sorted out, but also where exactly you're going to yes. downsize. Yes. You you were here already. So yes. you were like, I want to be out there. I can get a boat out there. Yes. This is a decision about a lot. You know what I mean? As far yeah. as a lot oh, of buyers yeah, will have that, have that like process too, where it's like they got to get in town and make sure that they it, know. Because there's a lot of places here that, you know, there's condos, condo complexes and neighborhoods that are really cool that not places don't come up very often, especially in a low inventory environment. Yes. So you're vision of like your options is not always clear you know Mm -hmm. especially if you were looking all winter long there was nothing on the market and then you see something something, great and then you're like and And you're unfamiliar with that neighborhood yeah i I always love to suggest to people come let's let me tour you around let me tell you the ins and out of each neighborhood so you're familiar and it's kind of a process of elimination you you know let's get to a point where we know we what areas you don't want to go to. And let's focus on the three or four or five that you do. And um, so that when something does come up fast, you you know you're comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know what else is just, the, this is just totally kind of a side note is I've also found, and I'm sure you found this too, is that even as a realtor, whatever realtor you hire, they have their own biases as far uh-huh. as like what yeah, sure. the best neighborhoods are and <laughs> stuff like that. And so you tend to even, um, what's the word? Even if it's subconscious, you're kind of, you know, steering is the wrong word to use, but you tend to kind of say, oh, well, you, you know, you should check out this area, enthusiastic about this area. And then, you know, that might not be what's best for them, mm-hmm. even if you think it's really great. And so you, you, we, the realtor that you're working with, hopefully it's, you know, someone like Molly, who's <laughs> not going to do that. But um, realtors can also kind of say, this is the best neighborhood. It may not be the best neighborhood. Yes. It may just be the one they like. Like I'll, I'll hear realtors, I've had clients to me say to me, um, oh, well, this realtor just said the south side is like, you got to be on the south side of Bellingham. Well, there's a lot of people who love the east side of Bellingham, who love the core neighborhoods, who love who love Cordata, you know? Yes. So it's like, just because someone says south side's the best, it's great. That's why you ask a, your yeah. clients a lot of questions. You get to know them so you can help them figure out what's best for them. Because right. what's best for them might not be the south side. Yeah. Because you, if in when you say this is the best... I, I just don't like that because you don't know. You need to find out what what do you do on the weekends. How 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 much is a how important is a yard? Is it important that your kids walk to school? You know, you know there's so many things, yeah. and you need to let them decide what's the best by uh, asking them a, a lot of questions and figuring out figuring out you know what you would suggest to them. Yeah, and especially with condo. If they're if they're downsizing, you said kids, which is that's of course if they have kids, yeah. that would be a thing. Yeah. But in the condo world, um, also it's like you know the lifestyle of each condo yes. complex is going to be very different. Like how close it is to certain things, and and how the HOA is, and whether there's amenities or not, and and all of that. And you guys definitely um, kind of you would have probably picked in town over Sandy Point as a like a location, but ultimately the lifestyle there. There's no, there's only so many places really in Bellingham as far as if you want to have a boat slip. I don't even think that yeah, exists, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why it was such a unique situation. Sandy Point, Birch Bay, yeah. Semiamu. Semiamu, yeah. Um, 
I'm trying to think of where else you could even well, have a... Well, I don't a... even think... Unless somebody has a personal dock, maybe like out on ch- checking it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that would be a, a home. Um, lake so... Wacom, you could... There's some uh, shared docks yes. for lake... Lake, for lake um, yeah. For some lake condominiums. Mm-hmm. But really, like, the sa- Sandy Point's a pretty unique yes. um, option, too. Yeah, yeah. So super cool that you guys are out there. And do you guys use any of the other amenities out there, by the way? Um, well, uh, we use the pool. There's a pool in our condo complex. This is Sandy Point we're talking about. Sandy yeah. Point. Com- yeah. uh, oh, in Sandy Point. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have a pool in our um, our condominium, but uh, Sandy Point also has a community center and their uh, community pool and a golf, a golf course and basketball courts. We haven't used them yet. But yeah. um, I intend but you're paying to. for the dues to do yeah, that. To, yeah, Because you can pay separately for those that's dues That's right. Too. Yep, yeah. that's right. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you're going to have a fun summer. Yes. And I'm happy for you. And thank, thank you. you for coming on. If you want any help with condo living, downsizing, real estate in general, please reach out to Molly. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening or watching, you guys. Cheers. Cheers.